In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 23, which begins with the words, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, is probably almost everyone's favorite psalm. And yet, I think it is very commonly misunderstood. Whenever people hear this psalm, it is often considered a feel-good psalm. Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with finding comfort in the psalms, but we must also not forget everything else that the Bible says about God. Apart from the Lord being our shepherd, the letter to the Hebrews also referred to God as a consuming fire or a burning sun. God is not simply a smiley face we find in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood or Don Quixote. God the Lord is also the omnipotent, omniscient creator of the universe. The one who St. Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 16, dwells in unapproachable light, or the one no one can see and live, as pointed out in Exodus chapter 33, verse 20. God cannot simply be reduced to a nice guy. Rabbi Abraham Herschel said, quote, God is not nice. God is not an uncle. God is an earthquake. End quote. It is this God who is our shepherd. It is like an elephant taking care of a mouse. For us to recognize this reality about our God is really one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that is given to us at our baptism and strengthened at our confirmation. It is what we refer to, you might remember, as the virtue of the fear of the Lord. Today, there is almost an aversion or an avoidance to an appropriate fear of the Lord. And as a result, we trivialize, and there is great foolishness with regards to our relationship with God. One of the reasons why we have so much foolishness and corruption in the church, including violence and sin in the world, is because there, is, there has been so much lack of the fear of the Lord. To fear the Lord is an intelligent fear. It is based on our awareness of the holiness and the majesty of God. And we become aware of God's holiness and majesty. When we become aware of this, we also begin to recognize the possibility that we can violate His law. We can despise His love. We can reject His mercy and even merit eternal separation from Him. We might find, like the guests we heard proclaim in today's gospel, uninvited to the feast. This is 
what Scripture tells us in Psalm 112. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord and delights in his commands. Our God, therefore, is not the God of bumper sticker slogans, but the God of the burning bush. He is a formidable God whose fire never goes out. That fire, of course, is love. It's divine love. But divine love doesn't always guarantee that warm and cozy feeling. It is not a comfortable heating pad or a warm blanket. It is more like a volcano or the burning sun. Whenever we receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, as we are about to do in a few moments, we consume a far more formidable energy than the sun. The miracle that occurs whenever we receive Holy Communion is that when we consume Him, He does not consume us. When you receive Holy Communion, think of yourself consuming the sun, but even far stronger than the sun. For when we receive the Eucharist, we are receiving within, within ourselves infinite power and infinite love. That is why the next line after we say, The Lord is my shepherd, we say, I shall not want. God will provide for us everything that we need. God will make all things, even evil things, work together for good to those who love him and trust in him. St. Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 8, quote, we know that everything in God works for good with those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. What then shall we say to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or wickedness or peril or sword? No, in all these things we are far more than conquerors through him who loved us. End quote. God will therefore even lead us through the valley of the shadow of death, which I think is a great image for human life. We're walking in the shadow of death. And even though we may feel fear, even though we may walk in that shadow of death, there will be no reason to fear because God is always at our side, always, everywhere. So yes, not even death can destroy us or separate us from the love of Christ. We will lose many things before death, we will lose everything in death. But even our loss will be gain because our shepherd who leads us is not Don Quixote or Cocomelon or Peppa Pig, but Almighty God, the conqueror of sin and death and hell. 
This is the reality and the secret that St. Paul speaks about in today's epistle. How to endure both riches and poverty, abundance and need, pleasure and gain, strength and weakness. St. Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I have the strength for everything through him who empowers me. Christ does not only give us strength. Christ is our strength. With Christ, we have everything, even if we have nothing. Without Christ, we have nothing, even if we have everything. Others may say that their shepherd and guide is Gandhi, or Moses, or Confucius, or Lincoln, or Buddha, or even Eli Manning. But we can say that our shepherd is the Lord. And that is the most astonishing and wonderful thought that we could possibly ever had the privilege to realize. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.